From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A horrific accident on an interstate southeast of Toledo yesterday afternoon killed a truck driver. ONN's Melissa Andrews has details. State troopers have found the driver and semi involved in a deadly crash on I-280. It happened just south of State Route 795. Troopers say a southbound semi-driver lost a set of tires, which then flew across the road, hitting a semi going in the northbound lanes right in the cab. Emergency crews say the driver probably died on impact. Police say the other driver was found at a truck stop near the crash. I'm Melissa Andrews. A murder investigation is underway after a shooting yesterday in Lorain County in Northeast Ohio. ONN's Laura Queso in Cleveland reports. One person is dead and another hurt after a shooting in Lorain. It happened at an apartment building on Tower Boulevard and police found the two men in the parking lot. 19-year-old Abraham Thomas Jr. died at the scene. The other man is being treated at the hospital. Police are now searching for a four-door blue Ford Focus. I'm Laura Queso. Police are investigating an apparent murder-suicide case in Dublin, which is a northwestern suburb of Columbus. ONN's Tracy Townsend has the story. Police today went to a home on Balfour Circle for a well-being check. Once inside, they found three bodies, two men and one woman. Investigators believe they had been dead for several days. So far, they've not released the names of the people involved. I'm Tracy Townsend. In Bedford, southeast of Cleveland, officials have identified a 92-year-old woman who died after apparently wandering out of a nursing home and falling. ONN's Austin Love says this tragedy has played out before in the area. Police say that Annie Lee Lockett was in the memory care unit. They believe that she left the building through an alarm door, but unfortunately that alarm did not go off. She then went outside, slipped on ice, and was unable to get up and later died. Nurses found her body around 6 a.m. Saturday morning. This is the third incident in three months here in Northeast Ohio. On December 26, an elderly woman was found dead outside of a Cleveland Heights nursing home. And then early November, a similar situation in Akron. I am Austin Love. The latest incident on Saturday happened at the Woodside Senior Living Facility in Bedford. Per protocol, the state attorney general's office is investigating. An Ohio couple was in a Columbus courtroom yesterday to answer for the death of an eight-month-old baby. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has more. Mother and her boyfriend each being held on a $1.5 million bond. 23-year-old Savannah Dahl said and 24-year-old Karios March Jr. accused in the baby's death. They turned themselves in last week. Court documents show doctors found that baby Marquel Smith had several broken bones. The couple suggesting that their other kids may have caused those injuries. Dawson and March are both facing murder charges. I'm Andrew Kinsey. In Northeast Ohio, bond has been set for a man in a deadly domestic violence case. ONN's Yolanda Harris reports. In Cleveland, the man accused of shooting five family members is being held in jail on a $5 million bond. Martin Munez is charged with the deaths of his sister, her son, her father, and her husband. An eight-year-old girl is still recovering in the hospital. Prosecutors say he admitted to the crime and showed no remorse for his actions. He has pleaded not guilty. I'm Yolanda Harris. This morning, a plane crashed at the Geauga County Airport, which is about 45 miles east of Cleveland. 
Here's ONN's Dave James. According to the Ohio State Highway Patrol, the Federal Aviation Administration contacted the Geauga County Sheriff's Office this morning regarding a distress call from a single-engine plane that made an emergency landing at the Geauga County Airport in Middlefield. That's about 40 miles east of Cleveland. Six people were on board the plane. No serious injuries were reported. Dave James, ONN News. In suburban Cleveland yesterday, a man attempted to lure two elementary students into his car as they were walking home from school. According to a Facebook post from the Mayfield Heights Police Department, two Lander Elementary students were approached by a man who asked if he could give them a ride. After the students said no to the man, he went back to his car and left the area. The kids described the car as a white sedan with tinted windows. So far, no description of the man has been provided. Near Toledo, police officers, counselors, and therapy dogs were on campus at Ottawa Hills schools yesterday as students returned to classrooms after Friday's active shooter hoax. District Superintendent Dr. Adam Fineski says even though last week's incident was scary, the community remains strong. Ottawa Hills is better than what happened on Friday. We are the winner here, and we want to show um, that we are going to be successful. We're back. We're not going to let them win. Um, We're going to be strong and move forward. Counselors will remain available for students and staff throughout the week. Ohio lawmakers are considering a proposal that would strip the Ohio Department of Education of its power and give that oversight to a new position on the governor's cabinet instead. ONN's Kevin Landers in Columbus reports. Opponents of Senate Bill 1 feel that education will now be politicized because the education department will fall under the governor's power. They're also concerned that parents will no longer have an advocate, an elected official on the Ohio Department of Education that will advocate for them like they do now. Supporters of the bill say low test scores in the state need to be addressed, and they say that hasn't happened under the current system. Lawmakers behind SB 1 also want a greater say over ODE's $12 billion budget, but opponents call the bill will prevent parents from having a say in what's being taught in schools. I'm Kevin Landers. And on Sunday, the Cincinnati Bengals go on the road to face the Buffalo Bills in the divisional round of the AFC playoffs. ONN's Dave Holmes has more. The Bengals have won nine straight overall, and part of their success is the relationship between head coach Zach Taylor and quarterback Joe Burrow. Taylor has no problem putting his trust in the game on Burrow's shoulders. We've got so much trust in him because he puts in the time and the work. And so, again, you want that relationship where that guy feels like we trust him and we want his input, which we do. I'd argue it's as much as anywhere in the league that we ask for his dialogue and his input because we want to see it like he sees it. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.